0: Welcome to Balanced Hormones, Balanced Life Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Palmer. Thanks for joining me as I discuss all things to do with hormones in your health and all the ways to make it better. Welcome to Episode 16, Tired of Being Unhappy. So last time, um, in the last episode, I had talked about the five days, five ways I had posted on Instagram about um, ways that we could help our kids to grow up to be illness-free adults. And so I'm taking each of those concepts and going a little bit deeper, and especially making them um, not just for kids, but especially for us adults, and so we can um, teach our children this stuff. So I want you to think about how often a week, a day... um, you know, just kind of make a frame of reference, you are giving your responsibility to be happy to someone else. So if you're saying things like, she stresses me out, these kids are just driving me crazy, I can't relax when he's around, or they're just trying to make my life difficult. Um, Any of those are good that you're giving your responsibility to be happy to someone else. Now, before we go into this um, in more depth, I want you to think of something that may be a new concept, and I have mentioned it before, is the idea that a lot of times we try so hard to be happy all of the time. And that's part of um, what causes a lot of anxieties and stresses and high cortisol levels is that we think there's something wrong with us when we're not happy all of the time. And if you um, have studied any other types of medicine and stuff, even if you, you know the yin-yang sign, it's really 50-50. And so if you're feeling uncomfortable, uncomfortable you know kind of frustrated all of those more negative emotions 50% of the time and you're feeling pretty good 50% of the time then you're doing it right you're just you're a human and that's just the way that it is so I want you to have that as your foundation so that when you're um, listening to this and you're making your own um, ideas and concepts that you're you know just Putting it on a 50 50 scale. We're happy 50% of the time, and we're um, or negative and positive emotions 50 50% of the time. So, um, and so, I want you to think about um, that if you took that responsibility that you have been giving to someone else and you brought it back to yourself, and you thought to yourself that there's no one and there's nothing, no thing, right, that can make you happy what would that change for you? So think about that again. There's not a single person that can make you happy, and there's not a single thing that can make you happy. What would that change for you? So what kind of things would you have to change in order to make, you know, yourself happy? So um, it's pretty profound when you talk to your kids about this, when they're trying to, you know, maybe gather things or get things to make themselves happy or whatever. And you talk about it. Well, things can't make you happy. Um, what, what does that do for them? What does that teach them? And what kinds of things in their mind shift when they think that thought? So you've all seen, we've all seen somebody in our life that they're not really in the best spot, maybe emotionally or physically or, you know, whatever it may be. And then they meet someone or they get something new, and all of a sudden, maybe they're coming out of their shell. They're doing a lot better. They're, um, you know, they seem like they're starting to, you know, get maybe life together, whatever it may be for them. And then within a few months, or what you know, certain amount of time, they're just back to the same state that they were in before that thing or that person never really internally made any difference for them. It was just a fixed ba- a quick band-aid fix and um, never addressed any of the stuff internally. And so they never, they were putting that responsibility onto something else or someone else and then it just couldn't handle it because it wasn't the actual fix. So the best way to see if you're giving responsibility to someone else is to, um, I like to do this with clients, is think, of the five love languages, and a lot of people know what their love language is. So, like I know mine is an, is acts of kindness. So, I want you to think of what your love language is. Is it words of affirmation, acts of kindness, gifts, quality time, or physical touch? And take your whatever your word um, your love language is. And um, kind of follow along with me. So the first one that I want to address is words of affirmation. So are you always needing a spouse, a friend, a parent, someone to tell you how awesome you are, how delicious that meal was, how good you look in those jeans, you know, that you don't look fat or whatever it is. Do you need someone else to always tell you that stuff? So I had a client tell me that, you know, she just her husband was never saying nice things to her and I asked what was he is he saying mean things to you and no he's just he doesn't tell me how great great I am and all of this stuff and we talked about it and I said so I want you to think all of the things that you want him to tell you right all of those quote or phrases that you want him to say to you do you really believe those about yourself and she sat there for a second and she's like no I don't I said so your husband could tell you this all that you want all he could like all day long 24 hours a day he could tell you all of that stuff and it would make you feel good for a little while right but he could get it could get to the point where he could never say enough because you really don't believe what he's saying and so here she was so frustrated with him giving him all this responsibility of building her up when there's no way he would have ever been able to fulfill that. So she she's the one that needed to fix that. She's the one that needed to daily find those things that she did like about herself. Morning and night. That's what we um, worked on to start with was just things that she was um, saw that were good in herself. And a lot of times when I do this with clients, it starts out really small. It's not like all of a the sudden they're thinking these amazing things about themselves It's small stuff like, I can make a piece of toast, pretty good. Or, you know, I picked out a great comforter. All of those really basic things and they just build on them. But you have to be continuously doing it every day in order for your um, brain to recognize them and to really appreciate them. So that's words of affirmation. So the second one is um, acts of kindness and this is one that's mine and i often i still feel, hear myself saying stuff like this is you know no one ever helps around here if if only somebody would step in and do the dishes or does anybody see this mess around here um and i get so excited when someone steps in and helps me right i um it's like they just gave me a million bucks that kind of a thing so um this is one that I really have to be careful of because I could take so much offense to people not helping me or not serving me. And, um, I do at times and I have to do a reality check that, you know, that it has nothing to do with me is why they're not doing the dishes, all of that kind of stuff. So the, um, a way to fix this one is to be, be sure that you're doing acts of kindness for yourself, service for yourself. So things that you wouldn't normally do or things that you love doing for yourself. So, um, you know, is it making sure that I do, I seriously love having a made bed. And my husband's noticed that and he stepped in and he makes the bed every day, right? So it it's... Um, One of those things that I was making the bed every day because to me, that feels so good to come into a room that having that service done or having the sink empty of dishes. That's just something I like to do for myself, for my brain and just making it mean only that, not that nobody's helping me, all of that kind of stuff, but find that a few things that you really, you love other people to do for you and wrap your brain around you serving yourself, you being able to do it for yourself, and getting as much joy and excitement out of it as you would if somebody else did it for you. So, the next thing, uh, the next item is gifts. So, um, gifts is one of those things that's kind of tricky. We, I think a lot of us love getting gifts, um, so it might be um, one that all of us have as a love language, but if, if you lo- you know you love getting things from people and maybe your spouse isn't doesn't buy you a whole bunch of stuff or doesn't show up with little surprises, all of that kind of stuff, then you need to turn that around and figure out what it is that you those gifts are that you could get for yourself. So I'm not saying go spend tons of money and do all of that. But if there's things that you're expecting your husband or your wife to get for you, Then figure out how you're going to get it for yourself. And you do that for yourself. You take full responsibility for it. And you enjoy it just as much as you would if somebody surprised you with it. So if there's a way to save your money to get it. If there's a way to, um, you know, create it yourself. Whatever it is. But take that responsibility back so that you can take that responsibility off of them. Because us expecting these things, those gifts and things from them... It shows up in the way that we treat them. It shows up in the way that we um, interact with, with the people in our lives. So take that responsibility back. Get yourself the gift or figure out what it is that will get you that same happiness, that same feeling as if you were to get a gift. And just remember that, as I mentioned before, especially with gifts, they're just, they're one of those things that can't make you happy. It's your thoughts about them that make you happy. So, um, be really careful if, is it because you need the gifts because you want the physical thing and that makes you feel better? Or is it because you know that your husband thought about you when you got the gift and really like dig deep? And I, it sounds cheesy and stuff, but as soon as you start digging a little bit deeper, it's pretty crazy what comes up and how, um, you start to take full responsibility and what it changes in your relationships with other people and with yourself especially. So the fourth love language is quality time and um, I think this one can be a little bit tricky. If you're thinking thoughts like they just don't have time for me or um, you know They don't really care about making time to do this with me together or, um, you know, what is it that you're, the time, what time do you think that you need from other people? Maybe it's just five minutes a day. Maybe it's 10 minutes a day. Maybe it's a full day together once a week. You know, what is it? And figure out what it is that you um, really are, get from that quality time together is it just the time spinning um, to talk? Is it the time that you actually get to hold hands? You know, what is it? Is it the conversations? All of that kind of stuff. And then you're going to take, um, take that and turn that into something for yourself. So what is it that you could do weekly or daily that is quality time for yourself? So for me, quality time is another one of my love languages and I um, just with kids and life it gets really busy right and so making sure that I'm not putting that responsibility on my husband or on my kids is huge so I wake up really early in the morning so that I can spend time with myself um, before the day gets started and for me that's my quality time for other people, maybe it's the quality time of going on a walk and clearing your brain. Maybe it's the quality time of um, exercising, you know, whatever it is, make sure that you have your own quality time built into your day somewhere and um, that it's it's fulfilling those needs of quality time. So the last one is a physical touch. And this one a lot of times gets tricky because we think that we've, you know, well, I need him to hug me, I need him to kiss me, or vice versa, right? And there's ways, and you'll notice this from other, if you see it in your kids, is when when they're getting really touchy, especially um, little ones, and they need lots of touch, and they need lots of hugs, and things like that, there's nothing wrong with that at all. But we want to be able to teach them that they can take care of themselves in a physical way themselves. So, That's, um, when I say physical touch, I'm just like, physically, what is it that you need? Do you need to increase your exercise? Do you need to, like, take care of your body? Do you need to get massages? Do you need to get, you know, pedicures? What is it physically that you need in order to feel like you're being taken care of, okay? So if you're putting this responsibility, if if you're not comfortable in your body, let's say, but you're needing your husband to love you and, uh, you know, kiss you and all of that stuff and touch you because that makes you feel loved. But as soon as he takes his hands off you, your, you know, brain goes back to really being self-conscious, uncomfortable in your body. Then you need to listen to those cues and what is it that you need to do to take care of your body in order to be able to, um, you know, have this physical peace regularly. So, that's something that we need to really address for the physical touch. So as you go through all of these, I want you to take the time with each of them. If you know you have more than one love language, then, you know, kind of adjust in there. It's, um, let me know how your stories, how it goes as you address this stuff, because I want to see how they relate to me, how they relate to the client, my clients. And um, be sure to, if you could post it on Instagram, follow me, Dana Palmer, coaching that would be awesome and then we could kind of get a conversation started about this especially if we could teach this to our kids then they don't have to grow up um you know putting that responsibility on anybody else so just remember 50 50 50 of your emotions are going to be good 50 percent of your emotions are going to be bad and that's just being human that's just um, part of this experience and you're normal if that's the case all right so, um, let me know if you have any questions, I'd be more than happy to help you. And just for, um, information purposes, starting in August, I'm going to be starting group coaching as well to be able to bring the cost down for some people and be able to reach, um, you know, bigger groups of people. So go ahead and let people know if you're interested in that, let me know. Um, otherwise I will be talking to you next week. Have a great week. Bye.